supporting the middle class. This is the Jeff Santos Show. Thirty-four minutes past the hour. It is indeed the Jeff Santos Show that you're tuned into, and as we talked about at the top of uh, the broadcast, um, you know Donald Trump is uh, now um, looking to appoint uh, Mr. Bolton to be the national security advisor. Uh, this is his third advisor on the National Security Agency uh, since taking office. Of course, Mr. Flynn, who had to resign uh, because of the Russian connections and lying to the vice president, as Trump said. Uh, and uh, now Mr. McMaster is leaving, uh, forced out. Um, and what does it mean? What does it mean to have a CIA person who lied about weapons of mass destruction to have a, a secretary of state who's also considered a hawk? Uh, this is difficult. And of course, when it's difficult, we in Washington, D.C., when it comes to foreign policy, we turn to somebody to give us some sanity. Uh, former official with the Reagan administration in the United States uh, military, the Pentagon, uh, and now with the Center for American Progress. Our good friend Larry Korb joins us. Larry, how are you? Are you surviving there well, in D.C.? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a little worried about the country. I feel fine personally, but I am good, worried. Good. Given you know the people they're they're putting into these uh, uh, the positions, I mean getting rid of McMaster and Tillerson and replacing them, you know, with uh, Bolton and Pompeo does not bode well for the future of the country. It doesn't, and and this this is alarming. And as we, you know, tonight await the more salacious, uh, salacious I should say, um, you know, sixty minutes discussion with a porn star. Um, you know, and all eyes will be on that, and of course the reaction tomorrow on all the all the major networks. But this issue, to me, is the one that's serious that has the most complications for Americans and people around the world. You know, than whether or not uh, you know Stormy Daniels had this relationship or that relationship. You know, that's that's for it. It goes to show you how disgusting. Um, you know, the president's involved with because a lot of these things were taking place while his wife was pregnant. But that's another another story for another day. What this is about is how, in my view, um, we have a foreign policy that is really um, one done by the calendar. What I mean by this is that you know, one hand, Trump is saying he's against the wars. Uh, he thinks there was one big fat lie, I think is the word he used about the war, fat problem, uh, war in Iraq. Then he appoints a couple of hawks. Um, you know, Bannon is there saying we don't want any more wars. And a lot of the people in places like Wisconsin and, and uh, Michigan, you know, didn't want that. You know, they, they have that sort of Midwestern pacifism, if you might. Mm-hmm. So... You know, our isolation, I guess, is probably a better word. But, you know, I, so this is why, to me, it's it's more it's more confusing. And to me, confusing, when you're dealing with nuclear weapons and, 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 and war, that's dangerous. Well, there's no doubt about the fact, because you've got a lot of issues coming up that, you know, could lead to, you know, uh, catastrophes if we don't hand them well. well 
Uh, President Trump is supposed to be meeting with uh, the president of uh, North Korea, Kim Jong-un. The question is, will he use that opportunity to defuse the crisis uh, on the Korean Peninsula to slow down or eliminate the nuclear uh, program of, uh, of North Korea? Well, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, Pompeo said he doesn't want to give any concessions at the summit. Well, you're not going to get anything if you don't make some concessions, whether it's about, you know, the scope of the military exercises you run there the, or the exact number of troops, uh, you know, that, uh, that you have. Similarly, the Iran deal has to be certified or decertified by mid-May by President Trump if he decertifies it. The sanctions we took off to get them to stop their nuclear development go back on. What are they going to do? Are they going to develop a nuclear weapon? If they do, you know, the Saudis are going to. So, I mean, that is, you know, terribly destabilizing. And the great irony is, you know, when Pompeo was at the CIA and he said, oh, this Iran deal is bad, his people there publicly said, no, Iran is complying with the deal. So, you know, that's what I worry, because if you had somebody like Chilison and, you know, I guess Mattis is the lone sane voice among the top people and say, wait a second, it's not perfect. No arms control agreement is perfect, but it's better than the alternative. You know, that's what I you know, that's what I worry about, because these things are coming up pretty soon. And is Trump going to be left to his own devices to do what he feels like in the morning or change his mind after lunch? Yeah, I know, and you know, it depends on what he has, whether he has a salad or a, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, pancakes or something. Um, you know, gives him a little indigestion, and maybe he just wants to pull the button. You know, I, I, I joke on one hand, but I don't think it's that far-fetched. I mean, this is an individual that really is not, you know, solidly focused on, you know, making the world a better place. He doesn't come in with this. He doesn't come in even from a deep state you know, Bush-like, you know, family of foreign policy folks yeah. doesn't even come in with that. And his son wasn't exactly a, a, ro- a road scholar himself, but, <laughs> you know, the old man yeah. was. And, um, you know, and, and, I, and I worry about the fact that, you know, where is the center? And if, if Mad Dog, who, you know, really is, is the, is the, um, the, I wouldn't call him a wimpy dog, but is a, the most sane of them all, um, you know, he has the tough nickname, but he's the only one left. And can he withstand the pressure from all of these others? You know, I think of, you know, what was going on in the lead up to Vietnam with, you know, if you think of some of the Kennedy advisors, you know, there, a lot of them were, you know, pushing toward war. And there's maybe one or two that were like, yeah, hey, well, you got to hold off here and you got to think about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I, we could be in a very similar situation where Mattis is just outvoted. Well, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, I think if it was terribly catastrophic, he would threaten to resign. I don't think Trump would like that because, you know, given his relationship and how much he's, you know, said, said about him. I mean, that's what you, you got to hope for. The other thing is that we get the Trump from the campaign to come in. You know, the one who said, hey, Iraq was a mistake, though he changed his mind, you know, on that uh, several times. Or whether, you know, I mean, given what he said about Putin, which is not true, but he's, uh, you know, kind of, you know, praised him, he could negotiate a very good arms control agreement with uh, Putin. Because, you know, the New START 
agreement on strategic nuclear weapons that Obama concluded in 2010, it expires in 2021. Uh, and it just went into effect in 2018. And Putin has offered to extend it. Good, let's extend it five years. You wouldn't even need a Senate vote. That, to me, I mean, if you can cut down or freeze the number of strategic nuclear weapons and then Trump not develop these new ones that he's talking about, that would be good. And he certainly has, you know, the the ability to talk to Putin because he's been, you know, not criticizing him publicly. Well, you know, there's 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 maybe a lot of reasons uh, that, you know, that he wants to be nice to Mr. Putin, some videos or whatever. But all that yeah, being yeah, said, well. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. But uh, <laughs> the, 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 the fact is, is that, you know, something is strange when he criticizes everybody and has a nickname for everybody, uh, Rocket Man and, and everyone else. But mm-hmm. yet Putin doesn't get anything. He's treated like, you know, he's the... Uh, uh, you know, long lost uh, brother or something. Um, I, I wonder, as we go to break here, Larry, um, are we in a in a situation when it comes to Iran? And you can give me your comment after the break. I mean, if Iran and and the uh, Russians are you know brother and sister, if you might, um, and the Sunnis are connected. Um, you know, to Saudi Arabia and the and the Shias are connected to Iran, and Iran is connected or Iran is connected to this to the Russians. Then it would seem to me that there is an opportunity here to sit down and not go ahead and blow up Tehran, because that to me is the only saving grace of the Trump-Putin relationship is that they have a relationship with Iran, of course, which is the, um, you know, the godfather, if you might, to a place like yeah. uh, like Syria. So, again, when we come back, I want to get your thoughts here on, on what that means, because potentially it could be a fiasco, but just maybe we can figure out a way to stop this idea that we need to get rid of Iran, because that to me is World War III ready to happen. We're right back. Larry Korb's our guest. Trying to keep sane. That's Larry's mission. (laughs) It's the Jeff Santos Show. (laughs) 